you know, trying to, they're, they're teasing on the police. And, oh, no, and, I'm base. I'm, I'm saying storm the stock market. Well, no, so, I, well, I, I'm saying, I'm saying burn it down. No, 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 burn it down. That's my opinion. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Arculus Studio. Today, we got a really cool breakdown for you as our co-host Samuel Arms is in Tallahassee right now fighting for our freedom. It's actually really cool. He's boots on the ground, actually approaching uh, against committees and advocating for the ban of the CBDCs in the state of Florida. Uh, so this is really cool that's going down. I want to get your take on this first, but uh, yeah, we're going to be showing a clip in just a moment. Yeah, guys, it's super exciting to see, you know, our home state here, uh, you know, fighting for our rights. We did end up, of course, seeing the result of this bill being a positive pass here. So CBDCs in Florida uh, looks like they are going to be banned. This is huge news. It sets a huge precedent, and we're going to run that clip right now. Yeah, so I mean, just looking at Samuel Arms, he is standing there in his nice suit, looking prime, but he is pushing against this really hard. This bill passed with bipartisan support showing that this is not a left or right issue. CBDCs are a separate issue entirely. Uh, I think that ultimately we have to come together as a people and say no. Otherwise, they're going to end up trying to sneak this one through. And, you know, I, I do think that this sets an important precedent, like I just mentioned, uh, for the federal level. Because, you know, if we see more states come out and support this, uh, the federal government's going to have a very hard time getting states to recognize CBDCs as cash. Yeah, and Kryptonite obviously fully supports this. And this is what we've been telling you guys on what we're trying to get into. Sam is a part of the, he's the president and founder of the Florida Blockchain Association. Uh, and this is what you do. This is how you take that initiative and actually stand up for what is right in your communities, both on a state and a local level. You can just go to these communities, speak up and debate against these bills. So really cool to see this taking place, really see that the support actually helped push this through uh, the committee's decisions this week. And honestly, I think this is the best news we've had in a while yeah I, it feels good to report yeah. good news for yeah, once fighting it feels for like, our freedom man you know, i love it at the end of the day you know we don't see a lot of of good news come out and this is something you know close to home um that being said guys we're gonna get right into it uh recently there's been a crazy meme coin going absolutely viral on twitter we have to address it uh pepe pepe's happening um i think that frankly this is the 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 the, the most I want to say lost for words. It's, I'm at a loss because it's like, it's so stupid. I just wanted to address it out of the bat. I have not bought it. That being said, let's talk about this though, because what does meme coins generally mean in a rally? It means that we're at the market top. So yeah, for you guys that don't know, if you guys are watching due to the crypto space, the way money flows into the crypto, this is a historical chart, which we're going to be putting up on the screen as well. Send it to production. Uh, is your US dollar floods into Bitcoin. From Bitcoin, it floods into Ethereum and your larger cap altcoins. From there, it's your mid caps, and then ultimately trickling down all the way into your meme coins. Now, this is why this is kind of setting up a pretty large indicator that we could have been that near top. Bitcoin's now seeing the retracement. We're seeing yep. a bit of bearish price action in the markets. But generally, once that money flows to meme coins, it starts flooding back into the U.S. dollar. And this is a historical indicator that we've watched since the beginning of time, all the way since Dogecoin was launched. I mean, look at it like this. You've also seen five other meme coins sprout up. Um, uh, overnight, immediately after that. Yep. And we'll get into that sort of at the end of the show, but I just wanted to start off with a quick warning to people. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think it's the, the biggest, because we're going to be leading into what's taking place now with crypto regulations yep, in the United States. Yeah, because you have to forget, don't forget, you know, we were having a great time trading shit coins, but uh, Coinbase... Well, hold on. And so I want to we want to elaborate on this topic because this there is no problem with this, guys. Meme coins is a way you can make yeah, money. Yeah, I'm I've just saying, Dogecoin, don't forget the macros. Shiba. 
hundred percent. The macros right now look like a like a smeared Taco Bell shit on the wall. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, yeah, it's it's very uncertain. There's a lot of things coming up in these markets that are for uh, corporate earnings. Those are being released, and now we're looking at consumer spending less. So when you guys look at meme coins and see these pumping, understand these are trend rallies. And if you guys are chasing it, these are get in, get out. This is the same thing as the NFT market. NFT market's up in the air currently. It's a quick day trade type process. So if you guys are playing that game, just understand that these coins. They're the same as the meme coins in 2021. They're the same as the meme coins in 2018, which arguably were very, very few, but they have no utility. So these are completely community driven. And as soon as that selling pressure starts to occur, these are people that are emotionally connected to a project and they're going to take their money out, hop into the next one and just repeat the process. Yeah. So, you know, talking about the macros, Coinbase potentially leaving the United States is, uh, not potentially. Well, I mean, it is potentially, but it's a full-on threat. And they actually just opened up uh, today a nuclear location in the Bahamas. I think it was the Bahamas. Here's the thing, guys. If Coinbase leaves the United States... Bermuda. If Coinbase leaves the United States, I truthfully believe the era of crypto as we know it is over. Because think about it like this. There's no one left. There's no one left. After Coinbase, what's left? Let me ask you guys that. And for everyone who's watching, what's left after Coinbase leaves? They have been the by far the most clean exchange. They have worked with regulators. They have done everything the right way. Publicly listed. If Coinbase leaves the United States, it's over. And I don't think people understand how big of an issue this is, because if it's over, like we have to understand that our regulators are going to come in and they're going to pound house the crypto environment in the United States. There is nobody spearheading that argument anymore. You still have Ripple with the SEC. We just had Gary Gensler go on trial and get questioned about what's taking place. Is XRP a security? Obviously gives the vague answer. We're in discussions, active discussions, and we're looking to push legislation this is an attack on crypto. This is an attack on freedom. This is an attack on civilians and individual rights and property rights. This is something that's only going to become more extreme if we don't start advocating for these things like Sam just did at this committee with CBDCs. If Coinbase is pushed out of the United States, there is no longer anybody that is, it all goes to China. Hong Kong is now taking this over. The administration we currently have is completely losing to this with our regulators. And this gives more reason for tech and innovation to move outside of the United States. Yeah. And you know, it's like, what happens if that happens? Like, I feel like at that point, you know, everything we fought for, you know, symbolically has left because, you know, with, with Coinbase, I've been using them the longest with the most amount of volume off and on with Fiat, with, you know, I've, I've talked about them the most on my channel, I'm sure. And it's kind of like a sad thing. They really leave the state. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be sad. It could that. also be a, be a bigger picture at this point. I mean, we do know Fidelity and these large asset management companies are trying to become these spot exchanges for their retail audience. They're starting to support that trade. So this also could be, this is where I want to talk about this because we see, we've mentioned this many times on how the United States, people are sleeping on them. They act like they don't understand what's going on, but there's always a bigger agenda. When they're looking at macro plays and anything that's working with a monetary or fiscal policy, it's not like they just snap their finger and make a decision within a month. These are generally planned out for five, 10, 15 years before, and they've understand this. They've understood this ever since Ross Ulbrich with the Black Road and the, or sorry, the, the Silk bla Road. The Black Road. Uh, wrong term. That's Silk racist, Road Initiative. Bro. So back to the point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this this is detrimental for, for the ecosystem. Like when FTX, 
FTX went under, that was devastating to the markets. If Coinbase is forced to be pushed out of the United States, this is going to devastate the markets because that's generally going to mean someone behind the scenes, a larger picture is going to come in and they're purposely manipulating that market. Look, like the question is why? If Coinbase leaves the United States, I just got one thing to say. Y'all better start tuning to my Fortnite streams, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my if Coinbase God. Coinbase leaves, I mean, you're, everybody is going to be more controlled than what's happening in Canada right now. Like, I mean, well, think about in Canada. Like, remember, they, they, they're they literally like to the dollar, they have a limit on what they can spend on altcoins. Not right? to mention the capital gains are like 50%. Yeah. And so, you know, crazy we guys. see like this shift towards, you know, the, the accredited investors and, and institutional investors and you know makes me think that we're 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 you know five ten years out from seeing bitcoin infidelity i mean it's coming and then you look at what's happening in hong kong though and this is the question where we're institutional investors going to go because hong kong or it might have been beijing one of the uh the states actually just announced uh crypto to be property in a lawsuit so looking at it as individual property versus a digital currency or a medium of exchange whatever whatever attribute you want to classify it is they are taking an approach to create some framework that has justification for investors to start foreign investors to come into their states. It feels like there's nowhere safe to put our money anymore. You know, like, f I'm, I'm about to just burn it outside for warmth. <laughs> I mean, at this rate of inflation, we aren't too we're, far we're behind. Pulling, we're pulling a Sri Lanka and Indonesia. Ah, dude, it's, it's bad. So, I mean, speaking of things that are pumping, I guess, would be Trump. Let's go to the presidency. The presidential elections are right around the corner. Trump somehow... NFTs 2.0, his second launch for his NFTs sell out again within hours. This is a businessman. Uh, like him or not, love him or hate him, this guy has sold two different collections now while being indicted. Uh, all of this is going on, and he sells out of the NFT collections at the snap of a finger. I mean, with, again, within hours. The funniest, I think the funniest thing about these Donald Trump NFTs is just how terrible they look. I mean... Look, I, I love I love a good uh, I love a good NFT, right? These make the Board API Club look like they were designed by Picasso. <laughs> uh, you know, not only do they look like they're superimposed over stock images, I think they actually were in the first collection, and they forgot to edit out the stock image photos. In the second collection, it looks like something I threw together on a for a meme for Twitter in about two seconds. Now, personally. I think that Trump, with all his great resources, could have done something slightly better than, you know, a 14-year-old who ripped Photoshop off of the Pirate Bay. So, you know, could he have done a better job? Maybe. Do I think it matters? I don't think it matters. I think he could shit on the street, package it up, and ship it to his supporters, and they'd pay for it. Which, hey, will you guys do that for us? If I, if I, uh, if I, was, if I was down bad? Hey, guys, watching Boy NFTs. Um, you know, I, I, I dipped my cock into some paint and flung hey, it on a piece of I paper mean, think about this though. <laughs> and it's if, a piece you, of paper. If you pick these up, if he wins the presidential election, the value of these NFTs are going to skyrocket again. Oh I, God, I, dude, that's, you know what? I hope there's a, I hope there's a spread on a meta win for the, for the election, bro. I'm going to go straight in, dude. Probably. We got, we got, we got, we got, we got Trump. We got Biden. If he manages to survive, it's, I we think got, it's going to be between them two. We got also, um, DeSantis. DeSantis and we have, uh, Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. Like who the, like the Kennedys again, that's just the reality of this again. It's kind of what it's shaping up to be, whether you like it or not, whether we like it or not. Uh, you know, you have Biden's full, fully supported somehow by these Democrats, unless he like, cans over because his dementia catches up to him i'm telling you bro biden from like even a decade ago is so much more well-spoken and mannered um I, I i wonder if they're gonna 
mess his programming up and, and he'll say something funny. They like think Look, I, I think I think a, a debate between Trump and Biden at this point in time would just be incoherent nonsense as if it wasn't before. Um, we live in a ger- geriocracy. I'm so tired of it. I'm ready to elect. You know what? The, the next person who turns 30, we just elect them. Turns thirty, you gotta be at least thirty-five. I don't think it's not an age issue at all, in my opinion. I think I, it's I just, honestly think there should be an age. Like my, my great grandpa was like ninety-eight. Look at Warren Buffett. The dude's still managing the world's largest asset management company at like a hundred years old. So you know him ten years ago. That's him. His prime. He's okay, probably still running marathons. Warren Buffett. If I if I showed Warren Buffett how to mint an NFT, he would he would he would pass away. I I don't know, man. I mean, he's yeah, probably. Yeah, I do. You know what? He does eat McDonald's every day, though. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that crazy. is wild. Man's man's for his capital. But yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. So this is more of just a political a- a- or attribute. It's it's all a political game. But moving on to the next topic here. Before um, we get into our... Because guys, the United States isn't the only country... The, the world's in a weird place. Before we get into that, let's just... <laughs> before our viewers are all disgusted and click off of this video. Yeah. Guys, you know what time it is. We're here in the Arculus studio. It's time for the Arculus spot. And, you know, this spot, I wanted to take a, you know, uh, a second to, you know, we talk about a lot here, here about the Arculus card and sort of some of the benefits it has. And if you're a new viewer, for real, it is one of the best hardware wallets on the market. But I wanted to talk about some of our upcoming plans and take them, take this moment to really tell you sort of what we're, what we're planning on doing here in the next two and a half weeks. Uh, we're going to be going down to Bitcoin Miami to the Internet Computer Community Conference and speaking there. Um, which of course we've made videos about, but one thing that we're pointing out is a lot of giveaways. So I want you guys to be watching for specific moments in our TikToks and on our YouTube videos. Uh, we're going to be giving away some Arculus cards in person. So we're going to, if you see us in Miami, please come up to us. We haven't ironed out the full details yet, but we, we are giving away a bunch of Arculus cards to any, any anyone and everyone uh, who fits You will be criteria. in a video. I will you, let you know that. You will so be in a video much. with us. You'll get to hang out. And, and I'm really excited to see you because, you know, I think everyone should have one at the end of the day. Um, and of course, if you don't win one and you still want to, you know, get access to their huge upgrade, they're supporting dozens of new chains, uh, crazy security upgrades. And of course this new sexy black color, you can get that at getarculus.com with code night 20, uh, or you can try and, and snipe us at Bitcoin Miami. Yeah. Either way, guys, great deals all around and get yourself a hardware wallet. There's no more excuses to not have self custody. Like at this point, if someone messaged me and says, Josh, my warm wallet got hacked or my exchange is uh, going under. How do I get my funds? Well, I've never know. heard this term warm wallet, warm, warm, warm wallet, warm, hot wallet, warm, 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 hot wallet, hot wallet. But like now warm I'm thinking wallets. like, yeah, like it, warm you want, do you like, want a warm bath or a hot bath? You know? Yeah. And it's like warm's like gross. Like, and yeah, like, I'm warm. I'm thinking way, about I, nobody wants any bath because you're just sitting in filth. So no, you take a shower first, then you, then you hit the bathtub and then you so take a cold work. shower. That's so much work. Hey, I'm a bath aficionado, but speaking of things that are somewhat private, let's get into this next segment here. Yeah, so a little bit of a disclaimer for you guys. Uh, we're going to start talking about things. This segment's going to be called News That America Doesn't Want You To See. We're talking about mainstream, well, not talking about mainstream media news. We're talking about news that isn't covered by the mainstream media or press just in general. And there's a lot of topics out there that I've kind of been... I've been these, just going full on the research, dude. These are some disturbing themes, so if you prefer not to uh, see this or if you're eating lunch right now, click away or pause the video. Yeah, so we're going to talk about something called Naked Education. This is on Channel 4 in the UK, and this is a new move to push uh, for body positivity. Now, the overall objective of this, I think what they're coming into, the producers, and 
I, I don't blame any of the actors or people on on this TV show for what they're doing. They all signed, were part of this, got paid. They're getting monetized. I blame them. So, well, okay. I mean, I do blame that front, but I'm not blaming like the kids and the adults in this. Like they were paid to do something that was driven by a whole team behind I, them. I blame know? the I blame the parents and I blame the actors. Okay, not yes. the kids. So what I want to say to that though is oh, they don't even know what we're talking about yet. Yeah. So. I can't play a clip, but if you guys look up Naked Education, it is on YouTube. And this is a new TV series where they get a classroom of kids between anywhere from 12 to 16 years old. I believe they're 14 to 16 in the show that I was watching. And it's a new form of sex education and body positivity. They're trying to have kids that have since about 10 years old. If you guys didn't know, this is a fact that the average kid at the at age of 10 that is when they have first access uh, a porn site. That's when they get that first perception. And so the point of the, the direction of the show was to show children, which is, is where it gets very creepy very quickly, uh, adult mature individuals, their full body parts, fully unclothed right in front of them in a classroom setting with four to five people. And they show them their body parts, both women um, of all genders, all sitting there just kind of just showing themselves to these children. And the focus is each of these are like an hour long show and I couldn't get through them. I mean, my, my stomach was just turning. Because, you sent me your video. My stomach was turning. Yeah, I posted this on TikTok, and I recommend I'll put that link at least for you guys to go check it out. Uh, and again, disclaimer, if you guys are uncomfortable with those, th those settings, these are three hour long episodes and they just started and got posted two weeks ago. Who sits down and is like, yeah, I'm going to watch three that's hours. What of I don't naked people because in front of kids, man. That's why I was like kind of being sensitive, sensitive approaching this conversation. Cause it's a conversation that needs to be had. Like we need more para parental guidance on what kids are watching and consuming. Because we just need more Instagram, parental guidance in general, bro. Like definitely people are deferring to the state to raise their children. And I, and I ask you this, why defer to the state to raise your children? Because at the end of the day, like they're your children, you're trusting the state to not indoctrinate them. You're trusting the state to, to not, curve their viewpoints we used to we used to actually like sit down with our kids thank god my mom read to me as a kid thank god my mom showed me what was right and what was wrong like you know we've we, well we, i even remember like sex education and in, in, in high school man like they like pulled up pictures of body parts from like this is a this is a wiener you know and they would just like they would show you like you understand this is what this wiener gets inserted into this vagina and that's how a baby is made like there's sex education that you can talk about this was just deliberately taking that perspective and extreming it to a whole new disgusting look, front. I, look, the, the elites and, and the media and, and this left-wing crap gets pushed down our throats and we're supposed to be okay with this. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with it. I think at the all. fact that I think the fact that this is even allowed to be to be shown, the fact that this is allowed to be to be created, to be funded, uh, shows a disparity between what the media thinks we need to be doing and what people are actually doing. And what I want to point out is this is a massive channel. This isn't just some like random YouTube channel of people that were have zero funding. This is a massive media channel that is monetizing children being show genitalia. That is, that is the perspective. This and then you, and then you're supposed to consume that media. It's not even for the, it's like a, it's like performative theater. It's not even that, that, that like they're being educated. It's like they're being educated, but now you get to watch them be educated. Yeah. It's this gross, perverse thing, dude. I hate it. Yeah. Cause we're advocating against this stuff. And this happens through like things like Walt Disney, where we talked about pleasure Island and the, um, what do you call it? The, the sexual are, in, innuendos that they're, they're referring to the, as it's well, oh, it's they're signaling. I mean, yeah. they're doing it right in front of our face, yeah, right in front of our eyes. Yeah, it's and so this this episode, I recommend you guys go check this out just to see what I, we're referring to. Uh, again, there's that disclaimer for you guys, because uh, let, let's let's fast let's backtrack this a little bit, right? Where is the underlying issue with this? It is with the consumption of porn and having these right now. Your ch are, like our kids, they're 
their idols are people like Andrew Tate who advocate for doing things like having women stream for them, right? And what type of streaming is that? It's yeah. adult film type experiences, live streaming podcasts, and, I mean, and pushing this agenda. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with sex workers and doing their own thing. I think that industry needs to be legalized already. For God's sakes, it's the world's oldest profession. Um, people are going to do it anyways. But I, I think that, that right right now, the way it's being handled is very, very disgusting and perverse. And I think it's just grooming. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like because it's so in the dark, there's a lot of really terrible stuff that goes on and, and it's just really sad, man. Uh, but then you see stuff like this and you think like, wow, like what are we doing? Like, and there's not a single, it just, it grosses me out because there's not, nobody picked this up. Not Fox news, not CNN. Yeah, no, no I, that was the first thing media I saw. Channel. It's all sub sub outlets and half of them are in support for it saying why this is a good thing, why you should be okay with this. And at the same time, we have no clarity on anything that happened with Epstein. All of the adult pedophilia that's been taking place and taking advantage of these children has been just kind of pushed aside by the media. And then they're glorifying uh, this. It's it's pushing. It, it's clear signaling. It is just clear signaling. It is not the way that was approached. It. And I think it was just outright disgusting and wrong. I don't want to blame the people that were a part of it because like, I don't think it's the kids' fault that were on the show. No, God, uh, no. There's a bigger issue on that front. But when you realize what's taking place here, guys, they're directly monetizing Kids being show genitalia on on television. Well, let's see if this doesn't get demonetized. No, uh, that being said, guys, you know, it. you know, check it out or don't. I recommend you don't. Oh my god! Um, but well, we're gonna move right on here. Uh, so to next key issue. Two things. Two things today. Uh, we have the. I guess it's one thing, really. It's two things. The real reason behind the protests in France and the fact is French protesters just stormed the stock market. And I'm going to go ahead and roll that clip right now. What do you think of that, man? It looks like absolute pandemonium in there. People are literally just burning shit down. Uh, kind of yeah, cool, kind of based. The French people have not forgotten. They haven't. So I wanted to talk about this, too, because our media in the States, I have actually got to speak to someone directly from the UK and like speak or sorry, from France specifically DM'd me and told me to look into something called St. Celine. Uh, this is something that hasn't been covered by the news. I'm reading this off my Twitter. I wrote a thread on this. Uh, but the pension reform that you guys are seeing pushed down our throats on why these protests are taking place is just the spearhead to everything that's going on. We're summarizing it, and the mainstream media is summarizing it, and the press is summarizing it into a way that, oh, we're just advocating for a two-year add-on uh, to their retirement age. Now, obviously, that is something in the States that has happened every single year. Our retirement age is up to like the age of uh, 67, I believe, now in the United States. Uh, and that's what they're claiming for these protests to take this is why they're saying they're, they're rallying but there's actually three reasons on why this has kind of evolved so the first one is the pension for reform that is part of it that is just a spearhead a second reason is going to be the start of this which was saint celine where thousands of protesters uh, were against a reservoir construction in saint celine france this is a small farmland town on the the the, the edge of it or in the middle of nowhere mm. and a bunch of protesters showed up there's it says between six and thirty thousand there's no clear data on how many people actually showed up because the police say that there's a lot smaller of amount and the protesters say that there's a way bigger amount. But within this, either way, 
Uh, France sent 3,000 uh, police officers, and I forgot the other term that they use for riot police, uh, to approach these people in the middle of the farmland. If if they didn't like actually get sent out, the people in the farmland would have just their, done their protest, walked over with their signs, done the whole nine yards, it would have got sh shut down quietly. This turned into like an all-out scrimmish. And these riot yeah. police... But say between, that again. So you say scrimmish? A scr it's a full-on scrimmish. That this is what this is. Scrimmish this is process. like, you go back, like we just take, you know, a hundred years back because they don't use guns or anything, but this is straight up fist fights. And it's like two... Two little armies just full on running at each other, scrimmishing and just battling. Scrimmishing. Yeah. Damn, dude, you made me forget what I was going to say, dude. I was going to say something so funny. And I can. I'll come back to you. But so we're going to put up a video yeah. of this as well. I'm going to have the, the production team put it on it. Well, actually, I'm going to just put them the link to my Twitter because I don't know if they could show this on YouTube. Uh, but that is going to be the, where this started. That was in March. And uh, one person was put into a coma. A bunch of people were injured, even the police officers. And since then, they started advocating for police brutality, which has been a huge issue. And there's so much video evidence against this. Well, again, not being covered because what's where does America, why are we allowed to say something when we have our own issues here, right? I don't know why they're not speaking up against this. But there's videos and like, and I'm not just saying videos. I'm talking like a, a library of videos and audio files of police telling people that they're going to break their legs or people, uh, cops ran into a girl on a scooter and broke her spine and started interrogating her. She was just with her little brother. Didn't do anything wrong. Uh, someone was arrested for posting on their Facebook. And this was actually a true story. I have the source to this one. She said uh, the president Macron is trash. They arrested her for it. Just through a Facebook post. Now she's facing up to a speech. year in prison. Uh, so they're fighting for not against police. They're fighting for police brutality against it. They're fighting for their democracy because they're against Macron's decisions and the votes. He he's one of the most powerful leaders in the world in terms of presidents, uh, where he gets the control. Like if the, if everybody votes no, he can still make something happen and say yes. You know it's really funny. French people protest. They storm the stock market. They storm BlackRock headquarters. American people protest. Storm the Walmart. Get the TVs. <laughs> Go, go 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 storm the foot locker remember remember during yeah. covid i i could i could literally show you like 10 different videos of 10 different walmarts foot lockers targets uh like uh, game stops like all these like stores like people go straight for the stores i guess it really shows you where our priorities are at as a people when there's a flat screen tv you know, when there's a new video game console, a pair of kicks, when there's some hype that they want, they're going to raid that store and they're going to say it's for we're reforming. And it's it's completely separate. And, so and, and now, mind you, this is not everyone. I've been to many, many protests. And, and I think that 90 percent of people, 95 percent of people are generally there with good intentions and yeah. they won't actually do that. But those five percent, bro. No, I know. And that's the same thing that's going on in these protests. Like, I'm sure there's like 5% of them are, you know, trying to, they're teasing on the police. And, oh, no, you know, I'm based. I'm, I'm saying storm the stock market. Well, no. So, I, well, let's, I'm let's saying, I'm saying burn it down. No, no, no. Burn it down. That's my opinion. <laughs> just, bur just burn down the whole, you know, stock look, market exchange. And look, just crash we, the economy. look, capitalism needs a reset at this point, bro. This ain't capitalism. This no, is it's predatory capitalism. Oligarchy. We're yeah. in an oligarchy. Predatory. We need sure. to restart the system, and if that means burning well, down. So the point of this, though, is because I agree with you. I agree with you. We don't need to get so crazy. <laughs> He's like going to be coming out of the studio with pitchforks and <laughs> torches. Hey, but this is why, like, when in the beginning of this, when we show with Sam going to the committee and advocating for things against CBDCs. This is what we need to pay attention to. States, we need to see what's going on in France. Why they're actually protesting. It's all about the government control. And that is where we're approaching in the States now with the CBDCs and the, even the other brutalities and things that we've seen going on. We need to see that reform and that change 
or we're going to end up just like France where freedom of speech and a democracy is only just a, a dream. It, it's does it's not an actual reality. I, I still think it's it's we have enough time in this country to to save a lot of the the issues. Um, because I think if America fails, we have way bigger problems. Um, but I, I do believe in the due process. And I think, you know, at the local level, we have a lot more power and we need to embrace that power. Uh, now I do think, you know, jokingly, I was in support of that. I, I am low key in support of that. Uh, but I do think there's a way to do it. Right. And I think that they've exhausted their way of doing it. And so this is what happens. Also keep in mind, France is a small country. You, you know, there's not a whole lot of people there compared to the United States. A civil war in France. I think they're still in the hundred millions. Compared to the United States, three hundred million. I'm pretty sure there's like a lot more than. Oh, well, I'm sure there France. is, but but I'm just saying it's also more landmass and there's more structures, there's more property. You know, a civil war here looks very different than one in France. But you know, hopefully they get these reforms passed and the government listens to them because it shows that the people still have the power. You know. I think that we just need to realize if we all just withdrew our money at the same time, call it prank the bank, uh, and withdraw our money at the same time, no one would... We could bring the banking industry to their knees tomorrow. It, it'd be a global economic crisis, yeah. Yeah, love love, love those. How many of those have we lived through now? Not None yet. <laughs> Let's hope we don't get to that range. So that's going to be a different story. But, guys, if you like this type of content, please let us know. Make sure you smash that like button, that subscribe button down below. And let us know in the comments what you guys are thoughts on this. Are we far-fetched? Are we too far-leaning? You know, just actually let us know. We want to yeah. have these debates and the conversation. I, I want to know if people think I'm right or left, because I think they're both terrible. But I am more I am more one way than another. But we'll see if anyone gets it. Um, I'm interested to see. I think they could take a pretty good guess. I don't know, because I always like to say, like, independent. But it's hard. I, I was. I, look, I'll, I'll give you two hints. I was... I was in, I was at every single Black Lives Matter protest in Orlando, uh, but I'm also like card carrying Second Amendment rights. Like, yeah, you're all over the board. I'm all over the board, baby. Yeah, I would Pin say. Me I, down. I feel like it's just our generation, though. I think I feel like we just use common sense and we go, why isn't this debated? And then have the debate and come to a uh, an a, a, an agreement. Disagree efficiently. Figure out compromise. Just have a compromise. Nobody compromises. We watch all of our parents and grandparents in Congress and Congress and all these politicians just. Like battle back and forth. They'll be like, no, I'm completely one way or you're Look, completely the other way. If and if you're against me, you're not going to get funding and we're going to put you in jail. It's like, why don't you just chill? If there's no compromises, uh, you know, that's how, that's why the marriage I feel like that's why they won't divorce rate uh, regulate uh, weed federally. I think they don't want congressmen and women chilling out. No, I'm pretty sure that they just, <laughs> they're just, it's a lot of racial stuff. But all right, guys, that's all we have time for today. This was kind of all over the place. We're just having fun with it today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. And, and you know what? Hey, leave a comment, you know, drop in one of our live streams, come say hi. And if you guys like the, uh, you know, the American news that we're sharing or a news that America yeah. doesn't want you to see type stuff, let us know. There is a ton out there. If you want us to cover something, please give yeah. it to us, you know, send us a DM on Twitter, leave us a comment. Um, Stay blessed, guys. Have a good day. Thank you for and, watching. And we'll see you all next time. Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Out. Out.